Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. Uh, this week, I wanted to talk about how to recession-proof your business, uh, just some tips to go over uh, to make things a little bit more secure and uh, a little bit less vulnerable. So first of all, you're probably thinking, oh, this is all for the U.S. stuff. But no, it's actually for both. It's for Canada and the U.S. Um, I'll put up an article here. Um, but what people don't realize is that Canada actually is very vulnerable to uh, this this possibility right now as well. Um, I know everyone is in the, uh, the feeling that Canada is immune to a recession, uh, but it's not. Um, I'll, like the article I'm going to fly up right now. Uh, you can see the cities that, according to Bloomberg, are most risk of having uh, a real estate recession are Munich, Frankfurt, Toronto, uh, Hong Kong, Paris, Amsterdam, and Zurich are the most unaffordable cities that are going right now. And if you go, oh, I'm not in Toronto, but it is, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a metaphor for all of it because like I'm in Cambridge and we're like an hour and a half from Toronto. But as everything happens in Toronto, it always streams out. So you'll see like, oh, you know, Toronto hit uh, a big boost and then, uh, you know, greater Toronto. So like Mississauga will have a boost and then Milton will have a boost and then Guelph will have a boost. And then Kitchener, Waterloo, Cambridge will have a boost and it just works its way right down the 401 every time. So don't think that just, oh, this is a Toronto problem. It's, it's, it is a problem, and by being a little safer with your investments, you can, you can make this <laughs> you can make this work. So what I've done is I've come up with a bunch of points of things you can do and things you shouldn't do. Uh, it's, to be completely honest, it's a collection of information that I've went and researched from the internet. I went around and checked, read articles, listened to podcasts, and these are a lot of things that I already apply in my business, but I thought I'd share them with you. I'm like, I make these notes. Why not share them with you guys? It's maybe, maybe it can shortcut some listening to like a million podcasts and reading some books for everybody. Um, some of them you're going to go, oh, I already know that, but whatever. Who cares? Uh, we'll go through them quickly, and uh, hopefully it gives you some value. So... First of all, like I said, we don't know if a recession's coming. They've been talking about this for like three, four years. They keep saying, oh, sell everything, get everything in cash, get ready for this big apocalypse to happen. Um, and then everyone's like, oh, COVID's here. It's COVID. That's that's our big thing. And now they're like, oh, now COVID's like sort of calming down. But now there could be a phase two. Oh, that's the next thing. Or it's going to be these... Um, uh, withholding of being able to do evictions that's going to be the thing that's going to cause this and we don't know and it, it, it just it still keeps streaming along and it hasn't happened but you know what it may happen it may not be safe so <laughs> to get right into it what i've gathered stay away from the a-class properties the the five hundred thousand the million dollar houses depending on what kind of market you're in those a-class properties are going to take the hit first so uh by not being in that being into b-class c-class or d-class um you can get a heads up before it happens so and also the ones in the in the a-class the problem is that they're not probably going to cash flow as well because they are much more expensive and rent uh, rent to value ratios as 
we all talked about before in this show as the price goes up the rent doesn't keep up with it so like a million dollar house isn't going to rent for ten thousand dollars a month right whereas even a fifty thousand dollar house is going to rent for over uh 500 a month so um as you get into cheaper it's a little less risky and uh the people who are going to hit the hit first are the ones who have those type of jobs and are renting those high class uh apartments or houses um so it might be uh, a time to unload those while the market is very hot and um well first of all make some money but maybe uh depends what you think it all depends this is all opinions um there's no i'm not telling you to do anything oh lower class properties like the c or d class properties you are going to this is this is a fact are going to have more problems with them you are going to have more problems you're going to have problems with tenants paying problems with everything under the sun but they are going to be more sturdy through a recession uh they a lot of times uh, depending where you are you could have like ontario works or section eight or all kinds of programs that will pay these properties or uh, i know if you're in indiana and people stop paying uh that you can get assistance from the government for covid relief um which we're doing on one of our properties that's why i mentioned <laughs> uh, uh that's why i mentioned indiana um but there is there's programs and sometimes the program is like oh we will subsidize you know six hundred dollars a month of the rent and if your property was renting for twenty five hundred dollars a month six hundred dollars is like a kick in the can it's not going to help you um but if your rent is seven hundred dollars that's a big help because it's basically getting your rent still so something to think about um if you're a flipper shorter timelines are going to help you a lot um no more doing these 12 month flips because you're making yourself very vulnerable throughout the whole period of this uh this renovation uh if if some if you believe a recession's coming and you do a 12 month flip you're at the risk of you know something happening uh in the middle right and you may not be able to get the money you thought you could get on the exit and that sort of goes hand in hand into buying it right um and that's what a lot of people ask me like oh you're still buying you're still doing this you even through covid people are like you back in march and april you're still buying absolutely i'm still buying but i'm buying it right you have to buy at a good enough discount that if something happens you're not going to lose your shirt you make sure you're buying it at 50 cents on a dollar 65 cents on a dollar make sure you're getting a substantial discount and i'm include when i say on the dollar the way i calculate that is with the purchase price and the reno being at that percentage of the arv you need to have space so that if the market does correct it has to correct a lot in order to for you to not be able to sell it to make your money or be able to refinance it and get your money you need to ha have some space in there um people who are going to be in the biggest trouble are the people who are buying turnkey and you're buying it at a market value and that could be very dangerous right now because where is there to go like it, it <laughs> you're already bought at the top so you need to be buying at a discount you need to be doing not being lazy with your purchases i don't care if you're buying in canada or the us don't be lazy don't be buying it for what it's worth don't go into bidding wars and pay over what it's worth you're going to get yourself into a lot of trouble and for those people who are doing flips as well have backup options if this property doesn't go the way i was planning it to go um can i put it into some long-term financing could i put a lease option 
on this property? Um, could I turn it into a rental? Um, could I sell the property? Obviously, if you're wholesaling, or sorry, if you're flipping, have backup ideas uh, and in place and know how to do those ideas. <laughs> like a lot of people are like, oh, my backup idea is a lease option, but I've never done one. So maybe, maybe do some homework, maybe some education might be in play too. For the Canadians investing in the U.S., this isn't going to be as, as, well, it's pretty obvious, but avoid leverage. First of all, in most cases, unless we're doing a fix and flip loan, we are avoiding leverage. We're not taking on high leverage rates. Um, and that's where you're going to get into trouble. Though, if we're doing a fix and flip loan, we may be doing it at a 90% loan to value, which is a high leverage rate. So you better have some money um, as well as that. You probably, with everything, never be maxed out. Have backup money because stuff does go out of whack. Stuff doesn't go to plan. Uh, stuff, it, it, it's difficult sometimes. And have extra money. Don't be running on your last, your, your last dollar on these projects. And as that sort of transitions into um, while things, while the going's good, get your finances in order. So, for instance, if you go and get, um, ask your credit card companies to move your limit up, backup plans, go apply for lines of credit, go apply for home equity lines of credit on your houses. Get, even if you're not going to use them, just right now, may be the time to get it also the, the interest rates are disgustingly low especially in canada right now the ad i saw this morning was 1.5 percent for interest for a mortgage so this might be the time to refinance especially if you believe a recession's coming because you don't want your uh financing renewing in the middle of that because there might not be good financing options there might not be financing options um a lot of canadian investors haven't been in the mark haven't been doing this investing thing long enough to actually have hit a recession which is when was the last one 90s so you, you haven't had that sort of thing so what happens in the states whenever anything is sketchy they like covid or the 2008 crash they close the banks close they close the lending and it's not likely that that would happen in Canada, but it could. So have your financing in order. That's how some people lost their houses in 2007. It just came due. They're like the end of their term, and they needed to renew, and there was nothing to renew into or not as many options, and they had to take crappy loans. So right now might be the time to get out of that uh, you know, loan and get into something a little bit more long-term, Right. Maybe, especially if you're in the U.S., maybe you just move some of these loans into 30-year loans. Uh, and I guess it all depends on what your time frame for keeping these is. So if you are thinking about selling the property um, in the next, like, two years, maybe it's time to sell it now um, if you believe a recession's coming, right? This is all if you believe. If you don't believe that, don't worry about it. Um, but if you believe the recession's coming, you might it might be the time to unload properties that you're planning on going through because the way typically uh, a real estate cycle works in the United States is typically seven years. It'll be about two to three years to hit the bottom and then it'll take like three to four years to recover um, or to five to fully recover from the collapse that happened. Um, in in uh, Canada, it's typically a 10-year cycle. Um, so you might want to make sure that you can 
you know, worst case scenario, you can, you'll have financing in place, you'll have tenants in place, we talked about some programs you can have, and you could ride it through if you believe that there is recession coming. So another thing to think about is building your credit right now. This might be the, but also we've always been doing that, right? We've been making our payments on time and building stuff, but this might be a good time to have good credit. So, because good credit is going to give you the better interest rates, especially if there's a downturn. Uh, a lot of times the qualifications to apply for mortgages, it may go from a uh, minimum is 650 to 725 or I'm not a mortgage guy, but so numbers aren't, those aren't actual accurate numbers, but it might change and you might need a higher credit score. Um, and talking about interest rates, um, another thing to think about is when markets are doing really, really well, the, the interest rates tend to be higher, right? And as it gets higher and higher along, what happens is the government, because they love to get their toes into the real estate market and, and, and manipulate it, but as the market goes up, what they're going to do is start to lower interest rates. They're going to lower interest rates to get encourage spending and get people like right now people like with these under 2% mortgages, people are going and refinancing and spending money at Home Depot and renovating their houses and it's pushing the economy up, right? But it, it's it's being pushed from higher powers, right? By moving those interest rates down. So it is a telltale sign that there is um they are encouraging uh, spending. But anyway, those are basically my tips. I kind of just had it in my head and I didn't really look at my phone with my notes that I've made, but that is the the key to all this. Um, if, if you have other ideas or other tips that people should do, go to YouTube, leave a comment on this video. I will literally respond to everyone. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's give some, even people some other ideas. Because um, literally I just read a bunch of articles, listened to a bunch of podcasts on the topic and came up with these. Um, a lot of these I'm try I've been trying to apply into my business for a long time because uh, often we're using other people's money and you have to be safe and you have to make sure that they're going to get paid back. And that's also about keeping cash reserves to make sure that there's money to pay people. Even if you, you could probably do the project on your own. That's why, anyway, totally different topic. Thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, I appreciate everyone listening. Have a great week. Bye.